thought fuck nowhere. <laughs> 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 It's the unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered Canadian motocross race review featuring Ryan the Newf Lockhart and Ryan Gold with your host, Ken Ken. everybody to the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, my name is Ken Ken. Uh, as usual, we have uh, the motocross personalities that everybody knows and loves coming live from uh, somewhere in New Brunswick. Uh, Ryan the new Flockhart and Ryan Gold. Uh, so Newf, right before we hopped on here, you uh, had a little uh, experience in the water and Gold, he had to come save you. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive, Ken. <laughs> Ken Ken, I'm lucky to be alive, man. I thought it was over. I saw the light. Like let's just let's we're at a kid's water park right now, okay? With for our children. And my friend, my my fellow racer, my vet buddy, decides to go down the slide. And when he hits the water, I'm down there for our little guys so we can kind of catch them and make sure everything's okay. Well, I guess I decided the little guys were fine. It was the big guy that had a panic attack <laughs> in the water. He gets into the water, comes out of the slide, and smashes down like an anvil coming out of the sky and freaking next thing you know he's paddling like a dog trying to climb to the top of the water like he's seeing the light like he's dying like he's going down it's done it felt like there was a tight like a uh, undercurrent though that sucked. i just reached over and i grab him and i kind of pull him up like are you faking right now he's like dude dude i don't know what's happening i don't i don't know where i was i don't know where i was <laughs> he's breathing heavy he's breathing heavy I right. like fucking sucked water in up my nose oh really there's Jesus. 50 kids under nine years old no problems whatsoever. The poor lifeguard's like, does he need this? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not helping him anymore. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> the 13 year old lifeguard was about to save this 40 year old man at the kids' pool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm not going God. to the pool again. Ken, I was laughing so hard, I started coughing, and it looked like I was having an attack because I was <laughs> laughing so damn hard. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, she saw you. She saw you with your shirt off. She thought you were having a heart attack. Yeah, just coming down. I'll tell you what wasn't going to happen is if Noof needed mouth to mouth, then you wouldn't have gave it to me. This guy, no, come I on, you know call over the life. No, I, I give you, I give you, I give you a pump. I give you a pump, maybe. <laughs> Ken, he, I, just Ken stands, he stands over me. He makes yeah. his hand into a circle and puts his lips on his hand and just fucking blows air into me. <laughs> hey, Ken, you're a Seinfeld guy, right? Uh, no, not really. You're an old young episode that. like that. There was an episode where Newman and Jerry, this guy jumped in and he, he sunk him and they got up. He's like, I'm not giving him out to mouth. Well, I'm not giving him out to mouth. Well, he could die. He's like, yeah, well, he could die. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> We're not doing it. It's just reminded me of that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm alive. That's good. Yeah. He's alive and we're podcasting. Would have been a bummer of a podcast if he died right before it, I guess. Would you guys still ran the podcast? If I oh, yeah. No, we have yeah. We're on a schedule we have here. Fans, yeah. We've had t-shirts made of us. We <laughs> yeah. would, I, your lifeless body would have a moment of silence. A moment of silence, at least. At the end, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was, that, was, that was pretty entertaining like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, luckily, you have a good friend here to save you. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You grabbed my sunglasses and pulled my head up out of water. I, that, well, that's called saving. I don't know where you come from. From when you're underwater, if someone pulls you out of it, that means I don't know, boys. There's an undertide. I think the lifeguard was fucking with me. <laughs> they turned it up when they saw you coming down. <laughs> it it was a was bit so of a tidal wave coming down, though, eh? I was fucking cruising. 
he comes up. The other one you went down. He's like, holy shit, see how fast I just went? <laughs> I'm all greased uh, up on my back. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yep. Saving lives. That's what we do here at CM. Yeah, that's your second one this year, lives. Goldie. That's your second one. That's Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, geez. I don't need to do a third one. That's not thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do out here, boys. I'm here to save lives. I've been training for all of that. Uh, so, Sandali. Um I was kind of following along on Twitter the night before, and it sounded like there was a, a hell of a rainstorm. Was there lightning and all that kind of stuff? Or was it just rain and lots of it? Or what? How, how bad was it? Goldie wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, I actually don't. Um, so not. I had a. I had another night of of debauchery, if you will. Um, I'm hanging out with my my good buddy Brandon from Hudson's Motorcycles, the man that helped out Lars and the GDR side of things there. Okay, yeah. And we just we're just shooting the shit. We're talking. Next thing you know, I am greased and it's 2 30 in the morning i'm like oh jesus i can climb myself into the trailer i wake up at like i don't know eight o'clock i miss riders meeting and the news outside he's like how are you feeling i'm like man i go it looks like it rained he goes dude did you not hear the rain i'm like no, no i didn't hear anything and there is it rained an unbelievable amount of water i guess he's like i came out at three o'clock and it was pouring i was trying to fix your, your tent and yeah no i uh i slept through the rain i uh I, I was I was relishing in my my plus forty win from Saturday, so I was bringing I was, I was celebrating, you know. We knew the rain was coming, but it kind of looked like I went to bed around eleven ish, eleven thirty. I'm like, God, the sky doesn't really look that bad. I'm like, maybe we're gonna be good. Nope, it nope. fucking poured, man. Yeah, I don't know how many millimeters we got. Hey, news! So if you could, man, I'd I'd just appreciate it if you just uh, didn't swear so much. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know how much rain we got, but we got a damn of a lot of rain. <laughs> a, a, a damn of a lot. Um, well, there was no dams out there though. That was the problem. Yeah, we needed dams uh, on the keep the water off the track. Because so the, like, the, the, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to say those those ditches behind the team yeah. trailers. Yeah, those are I don't know five feet deepish, probably from like top to sort of bottom. Like obviously it's it's long. Mm-hmm. They were full. They were like the kids were swimming them in the end of, at the end of the day it was um he thinks that he probably got about 50 millish uh, Holy shit. over so the like course of that however of yeah yeah it was it was uh it was a lot it was a lot of rain the incident if anybody remembers or watching the tv show the incident that it's better to explain it this way because i don't really think anything happened on it this year to say where the jump is but where the fill and Dylan Wright incident happened in 19 or 20. No, that was 20. 20. Um, over top of that tunnel jump. And then they kind of come in to a little table, single section into the Hell's Kitchen. It was basically underwater in the morning when uh, when the boys started draining and, and putting the pumps out and everything like that. It was it was a lot of rain for, for us to even like be able to kind of have a day. Yeah. Uh, I think was pretty salvageable, like a bit of a high five to KT and and Chris and Gus and Sharon and, and, and the crew over there that um, Gurley's buddy, I never forget his name, but he always bitches at me about signing in on my animals. Races. <laughs> um, but uh, they, they did a masterful job to get it raceable. Again, they had the delayed schedule, right? Nothing started until nine 45, which was ended up being the very first um, two stroke moto premix uh, uh, moto. Um, it was wild. They didn't even, the, so those guys did no practice. They yeah. They didn't even practice, right? And um, um one one quote was he Jimmy Dakotas, we'll obviously talk about him in a minute or so, but yeah. he's like, dude, I went out there and I thought it was gonna be way softer or anything like that, and it was not near it. And then everybody yeah. was just sending it because there was no um free practice, right? It was straight into qualifying. So everybody was trying to kind of like 
do their qualify lap right out of the gate to kind of get it out of the way. If um, it was but, a typical Galdi, and, and I, I had said this a couple times, if, if it was a typical Ottawa summer and we got that 50 mils, which I feel like it was more than 50 mils, but we'll just go with 50 mils. If we got that 50 mils, that place would have soaked that up and it would have been mint in the morning. But what a lot of people don't, didn't understand is like the amount of the, the water table was so high. Like when we raced on Saturday, like it was, it was already oh. saturated, right? Like it yeah. was already, well, they got, like, there was, they got like 70 on the Thursday. Yeah. There was no, there was no place for the water to go. And, and, you know, I was, I don't know, not critical might not be the right word, but I'm like, guys, we got to go pump the water. Like let's pump the water off. They had no fucking where to pump the water is the no. issue. Like there was nowhere yeah. to go with it. So it was like, literally they had to let it soak in and it, the ground was already saturated, but um, yeah, a wild schedule. And I will give hats off to triple crown. So team managers meeting on Saturday, they already had three schedules built of different yeah. scenarios, different scenarios of how it was going to go down because I mean, it was calling for this for a week. Right. So, I mean, yeah. people knew it was coming, okay. which was awesome. It wasn't like, let's wake up in the morning and figure it out. It was like pretty much guaranteed of how it was all going to go down. Um, which I think in hindsight, I mean, it was the right schedule. The sun came out luckily. Yeah. And it did. I mean, w- when the sun did come out, how hot was it going? Oh, it my was God. His balls. Oh, oh my God. it was so, and there's no wind there. It's kind of all tucked in the trees and everything like that. It was just, you're, you were just looking for anywhere to sort of cool down. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a stinky, stinky Sunday. And, but the boys, the MX 101 crew, they did a masterful mm. job to clean it up and make it work. And, um, we we went racing and it was it was decent racing. There wasn't a lot of of stuff going on as far as like great racing situations, but there's a heck of a lot to get into of guys unfortunately getting a lot of DNFs. Let yeah, me ask that, you real quick. That was let, a big one. Let me ask you real quick before we dive into the the notes for the show here. What were your thoughts on the new track layout? Uh, I'm not sure if ever anybody listening in here, people that obviously were there, knew it was a new track layout, one that I've never ridden before. I think a lot of people compared it back to uh, older days, Sandali. But what do you think, Goldie? I liked I liked the after the Hell's Kitchen uh, table double section, and then we made the right and then that big table. I really liked yeah. that section because yeah. outside was good and inside was good on our day. Although, yep. I mean, we were treated to an unbelievable track for pretty much all four of our motors. Well, second two motor. Second motor. Well, the second first motor. ones are good, too. But, they, but the, yeah, the second motors were all time. Yeah. But anyway, I liked it. But I didn't think from Saturday, from me and you racing, that the after that, the left and then the right sweeper round was going to develop to anything, I don't know, attractive, lots of line choices, all that kind of stuff. And it never really did. But I also think that because of the rain, um, the ruts and stuff's kind of formed. And that, that's sort of the way they fell. Although... The after that table and the sharp right, there yeah. was seven ruts in that turn. Yeah. Like there was yeah. choices and they were so tight up against that inside bail in the first uh, moto uh, when it was groomed. So, um, <laughs> excuse me, there was options, but um, I don't know. It never really, it never really grew into <clears throat> something that, I don't know. I think that could be like longevity. I think it was like, I, I think that's yeah. a bit of a one and done, a bit of a one and done I option. Mean- yeah, and I mean, Santa Lee's always been famous. I mean, going back to my years, my first year ever going to Santa Lee, I believe, was 2006 is when they kind of came back on the – well, it was their first national, right, oh, 2006? That was, a, that was a good national for me. That was a good one. Was yeah, it? 2006. But, yeah, it was but uh, Santa Lee's always been famous for being a bit one-lined, and the wetter, the wetter it is, 
the more one-lined it is. And that's always yes. been the case, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. 100%. Yeah. It's always, yeah. as a racer, you're going there, super start dependent. Uh, the yeah. qualifying always leans its way to that inside gate. Um, mm-hmm. Although that was changed this year. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that first mm-hmm. turn. But um, yeah, for sure. But there, there was, I mean, we, we, we watched it. If you watch a TV show, uh, there was lots of passing. Lars Van Burkle came from way back. Tyler Madai came from way back. Dylan Wright was able to make a pass on Pettis in the second motor. So there were options, but it was definitely, it wasn't like, Boom, boom. It was no. building it like no. for a lap yeah, and a half yeah, or two yeah. laps before yeah. something kind of happened. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's one of those tracks you got to eat roost like a lot before you make the pass. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going outside to outside to outside, which we've seen other tracks kind of form up that way. Um, it was it was one line for the most part. But then again, you're right. We did see Lar- whatever. We'll dive into this here in a bit. But we yeah. did see Lars and Tyler. Come from basically well fortieth because we did have forty four fifty guys this weekend. Congratulations! Uh, you well, owe me a bet on that, didn't we? Do another bet? Yeah, you've lost, by the way. Okay, I, I haven't brought right. that up. Okay. We're semi even, although I do owe you the fifty for the Trico thing. But um, actually, where was he this weekend? I don't know actually. Yeah, you owe me uh, another fifty. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't show. I still got to pay. I get okay. That makes sense. Ken, yeah, Ken, hey, Ken, so drive yeah. into the notes here. Let's go <laughs> get into the notes. Okay. Um. But, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, wait. Hey, you know what we should probably do, guys? I think we got people that help us nowadays. A couple. Yeah. That's, that's a big yeah, let's thing. Yeah. Let's hey, do that. big shout out to KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, Gas Gas Canada. Um, congratulations to the TLD Gas Gas SSR squad this weekend with Daniel Elmore getting that podium. It was a very heartwarming moment. So, you know, the Gas Gas bikes are working good out there. That's awesome. Love having those guys on board. Big shout out to uh, Bristol Coachworks, uh, Bannon and the crew over there. Um, can pretty much do anything, obviously custom van jobs or trailers, boats, uh, painting, uh, a ton of extra things like that, um, that the boys over at Bristol Coachworks, follow them on YouTube or Instagram at Bristol Coachworks, um, race tech suspension and Charlie Johnson racing suspension. Those guys are huge supporters of ours. And, uh, Noof did beat me again on his race tech suspension. So maybe I should think about spending money because right now my bike is bone stock head to toe. So Goldie had more speed this weekend, though. Your speed did get better. Don't try to don't try to talk nice to me, okay, buddy. I told you. Speed got better. Speed speed got better. I told you. I still got two more weeks here. Um, and um, so big shout out. Thank you so much. If you guys are looking to get race techs, uh, suspension, hit us up, and we can get you set up with Charlie Johnson Racing out of Alberta. He's the man that comes to the track and support those. And don't forget, everything that race tech makes is American made. One hundred percent. So very cool to have those those guys on board and uh, callusmoto.com. Uh, we're going to see. Uh, we're, well, we're not. We might not see Mitch this weekend. Unsure, but hopefully we see Mitch Cook this weekend and the Callus Moto crew because we're in their neighborhood. And if you are an online shopper, make sure you use that code CMXU at checkout. And uh, because whatever they do, a hundred percent of their proceeds, hundred percent of what they make goes back into the sport. They gave some to us, and we hope that if you buy something, that code you use that code, and it, it makes us, uh, you know, look good. Like we know what we're doing out there because. We'll get into this a little quickly before we talk. Thanks. We had a T-shirt made of us, boys. We had yes. a T-shirt made of us, and it's Ken. Did you zoom in? Could you see it? Say it said Ken Ken the yep. Ghost. Oh, I didn't see the Ghost part. No, all I saw yeah, was the Ken co- Ken. It's That's on awesome. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Thanks so much yeah. to those fans that did that. I mean, obviously, uh, we're doing this. It was kind of off the cuff, and and it's been fun as hell. And we love it now. We're getting some fans and some traction, and uh, it means a lot to us. So uh, let's start talking Santa Lee, boys. Uh, pick a class, Kenny. De- dealer's choice. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. They're both pretty even as far as action and all that kind of stuff. So last week we started 450s. This week we'll do 250s, I guess. So we'll just uh, roll into the top three. Uh, Ryder, again, has a, 
a good ride. Um, Galdi, why don't you talk about Ryder and maybe talk about his his battles with Harrison and and just move on from there. You know what's going to seem kind of funny is that so I leave the track and me and Noof are, are driving to where we are now. We, we Noof's like, hey, let's do a three hour tour, and and uh, so I start looking at the results. For some reason, I, I I knew that he's been doing some winning, but other than the round one, he's won every overall. Everyone, but it's yeah. almost like he hasn't won them in a sense. Like, no, I know. You know what it's I mean? Been like quiet. It's been quiet dominance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he has been the best guy, and he's showcasing it basically every time he's on the track. But he has won the last four in a row. And um, again, this weekend he goes one two for the overall. Um, Ken, you were I think you were watching the show, so you would have noticed. So the second moto with what a lap and a half to go. Um, we're kind of referring to it on TV, but, but our, oh, our, yeah. our camera, camera goes down. I, we're blind. Like I'm totally blind, Really, and, but we're oh, calling the race and I, you can kind of, you know what it actually reminds me of, uh, back in like the nineties when you used to have scrambled porn because they had on cable, they had like a porn channel. You can watch it, but it was like, it wasn't clear <laughs> as a kid, but it was like that. I'm watching. I'm like, okay, I think that's Harrison. Yeah. We're looking good. And he's coming in and then all of a sudden it kicks back in and McNabb is right on him with, I don't know, half a lap, a lap to go. Um, it was like 0.8. Point it was unbelievable. Yeah. at one point. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, we didn't kind of catch it on TV. Hopefully, people understand or whatever, but it was just a bit of a, a camera issue. Um, but uh, he's he is the class of the field. He is doing exactly what a number one uh, hired by another team is supposed to do. There is no, oh, hey, how will he adapt to the bike? Uh, no, how will he feel good? Dude, he's uh, he is the top. He's a dog. veteran out there. He looks like a veteran. He does, yeah. He looks so, yeah, so good. Steady. He and was he's. So I was talking he's to put his himself, dad. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, one real but, quick here. I'll just throw my two cents in. He's put himself in every single position. Like like he's putting himself in that position every weekend just to capitalize on everybody else's mistakes. Yeah, and the ones came. We'll talk about Benoit. Obviously, but Benoit had big mistakes, and so did Harrison. Um, but I mean. So I'm talking to uh, Ryder's dad in the morning, and he's like, "Man, I'm I, I'm mad at him right now." I'm like, "How come?" He's like, "Man, he doesn't. He used to be like first out in practice and 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 doing this." And he's I don't know if you probably noticed this. He's the last guy to hit the track. Yeah, every it's been like that for now. two years. He did that last year too. Did he do that last year? I thought yeah, he was yeah, first yeah, yeah. last year. I thought nope. he was going first. Okay, nope. my bad. Then I'm, I'm that's nope. my mistake. Last year. But anyway, he goes out and he'll drop the lap time on lap two, lap three, and that's then a he'll the Fossiotti thing. Okay, that's a Fossiotti thing. Um, anyway, impressive, but he and, dropped uh, it though. And that's the thing. It's like, but he, yeah. if you notice Dude, he uh, did three laps in practice three. Yeah. But he jumps right. He's probably 10 seconds. He waits that I, I would never be able to do that. And I'm sure you're the same Galdi. I can't, no, I don't mind there you're, a, you're a practice guy. You like doing that fast. Lap no, crap. I, I like getting you. right out there right away. Yeah. Uh, he, he waits honestly until they're, 10 seconds from crossing the finish line yeah and then he goes then he goes yeah 100 percent. yeah, yeah it's, it's different i i could never do that right i'm he's, like he's he's especially uh, this weekend like especially this weekend you wanted to get out there early because it was muddy in practice right like you wanted yeah. to get out there and get a clear track but when you start that far behind with a track that was for most people in practice like 220 215 you know what i mean yeah. you yeah. could you he got three clear laps yeah yeah, no, it's uh, worse. Yeah, he's clicking right now for sure. If you're uh, if you're a team up against the number one, or even you know a, a rider under that tent, Kevin Benoit, you got to be like, God damn, this kid is he's cruising right now. He's on. He's are we giving credit to the cowboy hat? Is that what it is? The cowboy hat? Like, yeah. why does he keep wearing that thing? 
obviously it's part of his deal. I'm assuming, right? It's it's part of his Red Bull thing or whatever. But he's doing the Aaron Plessinger type yeah. scenario. Well, and um, if you compare him to Aaron Plessinger, he like he grew up on a farm, didn't he? So he's probably more deserving yeah, of the, the cowboy hat than Plessinger is. But yeah, it's I would say he's a little more redneck for sure. <laughs> but um, regardless, he's 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 king in the castle right now. Uh, I don't care if you I don't know if you have points. I think he's. 20 he was 10 out uh, going into the week and he's, he's probably he's, 20 he's 25 25 yeah big weekend for sure big weekend yeah that's the magic number 25 so uh Fucking so how harrison, about harrison yeah go ahead now uh, i was gonna say yeah sorry i jumped in there and swore i shouldn't swear but harrison was your swearing man, man. like <laughs> i know but honestly <laughs> when we saw harrison like how how much speed he had to qualified p1 yeah uh and goes down. It's just like Dude, he was one one this weekend. He was one one again. He should have went one one. He should have went one one last weekend. He should have went one one this weekend. And he's got like these semi chase sexton little weirdo errors right now. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's it's almost unexplainable. I talked to him about it in the yeah. morning. He's because I'm like, hey man, like you see how fast you were at Gopher. Uh, yeah. So I'm talking about last week. I'm like, you passed like almost thirty riders in like yeah. three laps. He's like, yeah, I just I was had the flow, and I'm like. Did you need to? Did you tell yourself, or like, did you chill? Like you saw the guys, and he's like, "No, I was fine. Like I was totally fine. I wasn't riding over my head. I wasn't sending it. I wasn't loose. He just, it just, it just bit one me. of those years. Just one of those years right now. He's, he's, he years. said exactly that. Noof. He said, "Dude, it's just not my year right now. All these mistakes are happening. I have yeah. no explanation. There's no bike problems. There's no me problems. I'm. I feel the best I've ever felt. I'm just having these little mind blowing mistakes, and I, I don't know how to fix them. It is kind of cra- uh, not crazy, but obviously we knew it was going to happen, but." With Harrison from round one with the bike debacle and all this and that. I mean, they've cleaned all that up. Oh, yeah. Harrison's speed hasn't changed. He's been, if not the best guy, the second best guy or the third best guy every weekend. Oh, yeah. He just can't put it together. I mean, he had, you know, Gopher. That that was probably a moto win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eat shit. Like, just these weirdo things. But um he's kind of like the guy that we just never know what we're gonna get even though he's out front we just don't know if it's gonna happen at the end of the day you know what i mean and it's getting down to the wire here now i mean we got we got three rounds to go six motors left in this series man six motors left like i i it's unbelievable to say that that it's almost over but i mean harrison's obviously going for moto wins the championships that reach at this point but uh mcnab is just like Going back to him, he's just clicking them off, clicking them off. Overall winner, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, it's just one of those things. But uh, you know, I like Mitchell. I like his heart. You know, you know that. Yeah, he oh, he's a fighter. Yeah, he's a fighter. You love what you see from him, um, and from that team too. I mean, they're they're trying hard. I mean, it's been frust- It's been a frustrating year for them. Well, we'll discuss it on Thursday when we're playing golf with Alex. We can fix this whole thing up, dude. We'll see if he buys us lunch or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josiah Natsuki, he uh, went 2-3, I guess, for third overall. That's not as good as he was last year or, or uh, last week. Not as fast, but a uh, better result, and he was kind of there the whole time. Galdi, what, what did you think of his ride? Uh, first moto, he came from a bit, of, a bit of a ways back. He was one of the guys who was able to find some passes and, and do some different things out there because he started outside the top 10 and then found his way up to that third or sorry, second position after um, the Harrison crash and the Benoit crash on the last lap. Yep. Uh, his speed is his, he's got championship speed, no doubt. It's the falters of, you know, uh, last weekend it was a goggle thing. Um, and then the first couple rounds, he just wasn't the guy with the speed. 
Um, but he's he's he should be winning motos and he can win motos. He won one at Gopher Dunes. Uh, so second moto though, his bike starts kind of coming apart um, halfwayish. I think he said this on TV. I don't know if you heard that, Kenny. He said something about it on TV. He did, yeah, yeah. I don't... And it was like I don't know if it was halfway or just past, and he just kind of like you know muscled it through, and it literally gave up after the finish line. Did it really? Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I didn't literally see quit that, yeah. after the finish line. He said, "I'm pretty sure if you go back and listen to the TV interview, he said that in the TV interview. He says, yeah, my bike just quit as I was coming up to the podium here.' Wow. Yeah. Hey, so. let me ask you something about him. Uh, better this year or last year? Well, I mean, if you're just going on straight results and stuff, I think he was. But it's better looking last but, year. But I think he's, I think he's better this year. But, but I also think better. I think the competition, everybody yeah, else agree. is clicking a little bit better too. Yeah, I would agree. Right? You I throw the agree. Benoit part in the mix. So he obviously knew what Harrison would do. He knew what Ryder McNabb would do, but maybe a little uncertain because he was hurt and switching teams. But I think the, the, the putting the Benoit factor in here is through a bit of a a weird sort of not wrench, but a weird sort of oh man, just well, look at that. Like it, and, and then takes him off the podium, right? Exactly, right. Yeah. And then if you're not third and you're fourth, and if you know just as good as anybody. Yeah. When you want to be a podium guy and you don't get it, you're like, oh, motherfucking come, you know, this is working out. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I would agree that he's he's probably as equal as last year, but I think McNabb's uh not better. Uh I think Harrison's even better this year, speed wise. I think his yeah, speed I would agree. is actually yeah. better. And then like you said, you throw in the freaking Benoit thing and that that's the podium, right? Like that, yeah. that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Um, you know, I think riders, <clears throat> riders riding to, you know, what he needs to do. I mean, he's not dumb. I mean, he's been in this thing that's going on four years. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I rewind it to what we were talking about preseason. We're going nasty, nasty, right? Because yeah. we, we saw what he had last year. I think he has everything. I, he's had a few more faults this year, you know, some issues. But for the most part, I think we're getting the same nasty as we got last year. Well, Ken, if you yep. quickly, we can keep talking. If you look up his his overalls, he's he's been four four two three, right? Uh, he's been three two four three three. Yeah, yeah, he's, like he's, he's been right there. Yeah. He's literally is he second in points now? No, third. Uh, no, Kevin's, he's still third behind Benoit, yeah, right? Kevin, Kevin's two oh seven. He's one ninety nine, so he's close. Okay, so he's close. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Um, but he had a. It was a four four. Day or, or well, it wasn't four four at um, Edmonton. That's the difference one, I think. Basically, yeah. other than that, right? That was a, a four four. So he loses the full eight points or full full seven points. That was fourteen yeah. back right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, I guess for but, me, I thought I would have seen his his uh, Moto One Gopher a couple more times this year. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, agreed, agreed, hundred percent. I mean, you throw in the new tracks and and uh, uncomfortable at West, all that kind of stuff. He's still right in the thick of the podium hunt, and uh, you know he's sitting twenty or thirty-two points back or whatever it is. So, do we see um, a guy like that come back next year if he doesn't win the championship? You know what I mean? Do we see him come back? Well, yeah, I don't know. so I, I honestly think that he could be a guy that could continue to race our series because I think he understands what our series is. Right? It's, not, right? it's not producing, yeah, maybe four fifty guy, but it's not producing some career paving career paving uh, payment plan um yes yeah. you can make some money you can race you can get good product good bikes underneath you that kind of stuff i think you could see him sticking around but it's whether or not someone wants to make sure they get him to the country and then you know hold 
living here. I don't know where you like, really live. There's right? like work, right? work you know I mean? visas involved. It's not cheap, right? Like no, there's, right. there's, there's, there's going on. Yeah. There's a little hidden yeah. cost with this, but I would love to have him here. And then you know, if he goes and does you know winners and supercrosses or something like that, I think he's a great fit. He's got a great attitude. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you heard this, uh, Ken, on the TV show. And if you wouldn't have, so as we're talking about him, at some point, I can't remember if we did an interview or, or something with him. He uh, so remember last last round at Gopher. Um, uh, unfortunately, we 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 said that we thought maybe the team didn't know that he was on the podium and with Harrison's crash, right? A bit of a communication thing. And there was a picture floating around. His bike's just laying on the ground. Yep. Yeah. He calls Kyle Thompson and apologizes for saying, "Hey, man, look at it was no team problem. It was no me. We just we we faltered. It, that was a bad look for the sport. That's a bad look for our team." And like out of respect and like just the good nature that he is, yeah, he like cool. apologized for his sort of like looking like it was a lack of respect for the moment in time coming to the podium, having your bike. Ah, he's the man, though. Sure. He's the man. Right. When you exactly, him, you know that. Yes. No. I just thought that was cool that yeah. he kind of went over and above, yeah, super uh, cool. out of his way. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool little yeah. uh, little touch there. But hey, I I would love to have him in our series. I think he's a great fit. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Nice guy and all that stuff. But uh, you know, time will tell. Sweet mustache too. Yeah. Oh. That's a good super one. Super corny. Yeah. Super porn. Like a <laughs> fucking wrong Ron Burgundy type mustache. Yeah. 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 Well, Ron's is a bit more thick. He's got more of like a like a like a, a Colombian drug lord little little <laughs> tight top thing on the on the top there. Like a Pablo. Pablo kind Pablo. of thing. I like it. Yeah, yeah Pablo. <laughs> little Pablo on him. <laughs> or All Nacho right. Libre. Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too much time on the top three, boys. Yeah. Okay, well. Quinn Amiot had a good ride that we need to talk about, but I think maybe talk about Cavan first because he was he got third in the first moto and he was about to get uh, third again in the second moto. I think he was about to get third. Anyways, I don't think uh, we talked. Noob. Did you see the crash? No, I didn't see yeah. any of the crashes, but I I talked to Mark, the truck driver there, um, yeah. and kind of gave me the update. And I asked uh, Matt at the end of the day if he's he's all right. beat up, man. <laughs> yeah, he's, he? they yeah. said they they keep yeah. saying because of course. They're French, right? So they keep comparing him to JSP, John Pierre, George Saint Pierre, George Saint Pierre, George Saint Pierre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, People were telling me he collapsed at the podium, and oh yeah, dude, we had to get the medics over there. He couldn't do an interview. He didn't didn't do TV or podium. Yeah, like he couldn't stand. uh, So um, um, he said, first moto, he Charlie horsed himself so bad, and then the second moto uh, did did his ribs in it. If you saw him at the end of the day. He was all cut up on the one on the right hand side. So of the maybe he's finally showing his age. He's finally showing his age, right? Yeah. I see him. I talk to him. I'm like, he's he comes over because your truck and Fasciati's truck were parked in front of his trailer, and he's like, hey, do you know these trucks? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, look at that. He goes, dude, I rode like a kid today. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I just was an idiot. I fucking full send mode, and and it bit me bad, and I'm I'm fucking I'm hurting. So, um, yeah, he was he was beat up, but a, a good effort. He went what six three. Uh, three no, nine. He didn't get. He didn't get six in the second moto. It was oh, further back. Was it? He was three nine. Three in the first. Oh, and three nine. nine. Okay, yeah. three nine. that was yeah. yeah. Another that was fifth. late in the moto too. Another late in the moto crash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the second one. So yeah, rough day for for Calvin and um, when things were really turning around. And at one point, he's leading the first moto. Right. After oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, was yeah. he gets handed the lead, and then he throws it away. Harrison like, went down. Yeah, yeah, and then Benoit went down. Yeah. So yeah, Ryder um, Ryder helped him. His dad his dad was the only guy in the crowd with a chainsaw if anybody wants to know. Hey, we heard <laughs> you it. Can hear it yeah. I heard it a bunch and I'm like talking about it. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, that's right. Ryder clipped his front wheel. Yeah. 
Was there any that's discussion about that at the? Nah, I was I was tentative. Well, I didn't get to interview him after the first moto, so I didn't get to talk to Cabin. So but McNabb, the dirty rider. No, I don't think so. I think Cabin <laughs> got kind of hung up. Cabin got kind of hung up, but um, there was some contact. There was a KTM on KTM crime a little bit there. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Noof. How about um, how about Quinn? He came back after. Did he miss just the one race, right? Um, with his uh, missing finger. Or a piece of his Ken, do you follow? Do you follow Quinn on Instagram? No, I don't do Instagram. I got to start. Oh, for fuck's sake! See his fingers today. <laughs> no. Oh my god, his finger! <laughs> oh, I gotta it look is, it up. It's oh. so gross. It's in he rode. Listen, he hasn't ridden the motorcycle since Calgary. Like, no, since really? He chopped the finger. So that's since Sunday. he chopped the fingers. So since yeah. Calgary, he goes there, there and one, goes. No, no, no. He rode it once this week. That's why he decided oh. to race. All right, yeah. fair. Whatever. It yeah. means nothing. One day means nothing to me. Mm. What I'm saying is that guy's a fucking hero. No kidding. I agree. Like that he, is, if there is an open spot here, yeah. That's your guy. I think I think it like and you know what? All due respect, Pat, <laughs> uh, man luck, these guys like they have a great program and it fits really well for a Quinn and this and that. But man, that guy has skill, he, he but his heart overtakes everything that he has. Yeah, his his turnaround from what we've been seeing those last couple yeah. of years. And, to I, this and year I've is argued unreal. with this. It's I've argued, called the, I've argued with you. I was like, yeah. Quinn Amiot, what? No, like saw him as an intermediate. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. You know what I mean? Like you don't see that. But Jesus, man, like, and we talked about it lots on the preseason pods and stuff. We knew he was going to be good, and you know, he put more effort in and this and that, but. Dude, to go out there, I mean, I asked him, I'm like, what does what does the surgeon say? And he's like, Well, it can't get any worse than it is. So I'm gonna yeah. go for it. That's he wants to race. That's awesome. That's he good. doesn't have to race right now. He's so rocky. Fair. He's rocky. Yeah. Rocky won, punching fucking meat in the in the butcher shop in the in the freezer. <laughs> and he just says, Fuck it. I'm I'm sending it. I like it's awesome. I texted him today after I saw that thing. I'm like, hell of a damn ride. I didn't realize he was fourth at the end of the no, day. No, me either. No, I didn't realize he that. Away, he picked away at it, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he went six five, I think, for four, right? Nope, five five. Five five. five, five. Um, uh, so, oh, yeah, the Benoit thing at the. the he literally uh, picks away at it minus yeah. picking away hell. at it with his finger. Exactly. <laughs> 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 hell, hell of a job, Quinn. Hell of a job. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I saw something about uh, nine and a half. Uh, what do, they, what do you call your fingers? Appendix or appendages? Not appendix, uh, appendages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appendix. Yeah, yeah. Goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, good ride for him. I, I mean, honestly, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't anything that stood out to me. But I'm just like, I kind of had my eye on him because yeah. I was like, I said to him in the morning when all the water was on the track, I'm like, oh, your finger's gonna eat that water up, right? Like, because it's an open wound. Oh yeah. No. Anyways, great good job. Is. Good ride. Good ride, buddy. Really good. Okay, so the 6 through 10, there's uh, quite a bit to talk about there, actually. Dylan Rempel had a really good ride. He went 6-10 for 6th. Uh, Sam Gaynor had an awesome ride, 10-7 for 7th. Sam was awesome this yeah, weekend. Yeah, was good. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, was four good. motos again, premix, yeah. the whole deal. Like it's, He didn't win premix, though, did he? Oh, yeah, he went 1-1. One, one. I thought Jack Wright beat him in the first moto. Jack Wright's not even riding. Who's so, 55 on the KTM? That's Alex DeRoche. He did not beat him. Oh, never mind. Sorry. That's the guy that dogged me in the 40 motor the day before. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, okay. Sorry no. Sam. No. No, Sam Gaynor. No, Sam Gaynor. Sick-ass ride. Rode. He's, he is uh, earning points in my book because the, the sort of knock was maybe the mental toughness of him. 
uh, in the years. And then he had some health issues uh, this past winter. Clean it all up, man. He's he's a beast. And what you're seeing out of him is is super cool. Hey, you know how a good ride in the first moto was Yufemsef. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But how do we get that guy, like, clearly, he he worked his ass off. For whatever reason, I watched that moto um, and saw him come through the pack. And he gets seventh in the second moto. Kenny, what did he get in the second moto? 14. 14. Yeah. I don't know if he went down or something like that. But, dude, that's a good ride. Like, seventh for him? And don't forget, last weekend he had a great weekend, too. He did. Right? Last not both motos, weekend. though. Not bo- He's not a two-moto guy. Maybe you got to go to one-moto formats. <laughs> one-moto formats. Well, there was but, talk about that. Um, I want to give a little love. So this is one of the kids. He kind of races our series. All right, and the ammo stuff, uh, top intermediate this weekend. Creighton, Dylan, oh, ninth, it, eh? ninth overall. Yeah, Got great starts. He just hung in there. Just solid laps. He made some passes. In second moto, he came from a little farther back. Like Speed was good, TV. though. Speed was good, too, though. Yeah, no, he fit He fit right in there. He's like a snowcross guy. He's like that semi-Blair Morgan-y, freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Michael Island. Uh, he's, big, he's a big kid. He's a big yeah, kid. He's a, yeah, no, he's coming into his own, and he'll be coming to ECAN looking for intermediate titles and uh, – I think if intermediate goes well enough, he'll just go full pro at Walton. And but uh, yeah, solid, solid so he, for, for Craig Dillon. He's still intermediate, then, right? Obviously. Yes, he is intermediate. He had yellow place on. Yeah, I he's got a national. Well, so does Blake Davies, but uh, national number with yellow plates, number ninety six. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So no, pretty, right he uh, did did solid for sure. And then uh, one of the other names I think was Rempel, right? Rempel yeah, Rempel went six ten. Yeah, yeah Rempel was good this weekend. It's good to see we kind of been talking about like waiting for these kids to sort of fill the roles that we've seen in these amateurs. Um, Dylan was awesome this week. He got good starts, but he was, he was solid. The first moto, he was in there the whole time. He kind of dogged Notsky at the beginning and then Notsky kind of yeah. left them. Um, but he was, he was great. Um, and again, I think it's a, just a confidence thing with the Dylan Rempel, right? He had a couple of the bike falters out West and just didn't know those results. Um, I think he had one good moto at Gopher and one bad moto. Um, but uh, this weekend, two solid, two solid finishes for a six ten. That's uh, I'd like to see it. I like to see that on Rempel. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another guy is Austin Jones. He tied his, I believe it's his best. When you did the interview with him, Galdi, he said before Gopher that he got tenth a tenth was his best. The moto before, yeah, tenth, yeah. So, so well, he he went twelve eight for ninth overall again. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's our hey, you you tweeted about it, buddy. It's yeah. our freaking uh, yeah. uh, mojo. We do a couple of interviews. So who should we interview this week here to bump them Not up? Yeah, great. Bump up. <laughs> Listen. Listen, not a great moto for MX101 at their home track in the first oh. motos when no. both bikes blew up. Uh, both bikes broke, right? Uh, Jonesy, and Josie was race. Uh, no, Josie was way back. Well, I watched Racine push his bike off. I didn't yeah, Jones broke in the final turn. I think uh, he he his water well, that's pump. Where, that's that, where Racine's broke too. Final turn. And um, but he it was, was able to push it across. Oh, I saw somebody focus. pushing a bike. Yeah, that, that was that him. was Jones pushing yeah. it across. He was still able to get that twelfth in Moto One because McNabb lapped him literally like a couple yeah times. yeah it was right on the tv was as really went over really good though yeah. yeah tough weekend for the mx 101 team though for Just sure first yeah. moto second moto though both guys rode good yeah fifth and eighth right eight fifth, four eight four fourth yeah. and eighth yeah. yeah yeah really good really good but uh yeah bummer but it was one of those tracks right it, so it, we we talked about not to kind of get off topic here but the track got heavy eh galdi when it, mm. the sun came out it got heavy oh. 
and hot. It's slow, hot. Oh, fucking clutch. Like the bikes look like Burning. they're going in. All you can oh, smell yeah. is the clutch. I'm surprised, Kenny, you couldn't smell it in Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I think the next thing, boys, to talk about, this is maybe a couple of plugs, but we saw probably, I feel like, the most DNFs um, in a long time. Like, oh, a lot sure. of bikes got pushed off. Yeah. Well, I can name I can name quite a few here right in the first moto. Uh, Jimmy Dakota. Yeah. Austin Jones, Sebastian Racine, uh, Tanner Ward. Well, Jones so, was able to finish, though, still, but he oh, did push well, his bike he, off. Okay, but it was broken. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Keep going, Galdi. You know um, what? Uh, no, those are the notables. Those are the ones right there. But those are big notables. Mm. Like, big notos- notables. Um, did you guys have a DNF, Niv, in Moto 1? Uh-uh. Viney? Uh-uh. No. Um, he just crashed a bunch because it was Moto or was it Moto 2? He was like way back and came up to like eighth and then crashed again, I think. No, so Moto 1, he went down off the start with uh Massy Angelo. Okay. Massy Angelo. They were both uh three and four going around the first corner. So I'm I'm five years deep with uh GDR. I've never had to pick somebody up because you know, team manager or a uh, team personnel you're allowed to pick your rider up in the first quarter in five years. I've never had to do it. And all of a sudden I'm watching this thing and it's the muddiest race and fucking Massey Angelo washes the front and Viney runs right into him. I got to jump uh-huh. out there and Massey Angelo starts his bike before Viney and just roots the shit out of me. Like I am oh. covered from fucking head to toe. <laughs> I am going to send Massey Angelo a sweet Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah, I know. He would that like right that. There. Uh, it was probably, um, you couldn't have painted a worse picture of Viney's day. I'll talk about it right now, real quick. Um, all I kept saying was it was a character building day. He went from 40th to about 13th, lost the goggles, wasn't the right timing, got roosted in the face, thought he lost his, his eye, kind of pulled off. I yelled at him. He kept going. He pulled in, got goggles, and then probably rode the best he did all year to get back up to sixteenth uh, uh, or whatever it was in the first moto. Yeah, seventeenth. And then the second moto, uh, outside gate pick, um, blew the start. Uh, was up to eighth, which is really good, and crashed and bent the fuck out of the bike, and that was our day. Yeah. Tough day on some teams right now. We're obviously getting in the 450s with the Walton Cowie boys, but they had three motors let go this weekend. Tanner Ward, DNF, DNF. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, boys, after. I was there. Did it show it on TV? Galdi, me pushing Tanner, push the bike off? No. Stop telling everybody that you're some sort of hero, dude. You don't do it. You probably didn't even pick up Viney's bike. You're just telling people this right now on the podcast. You're making all this well, shit up. Well, I was going to tell you what Tanner was saying when the bike. <laughs> But anyways, whatever. Screw you. Okay. <laughs> Give some good podcast info. <laughs> um, uh, Dakotas was uh, rode the same bike, ended up sucking sucking a valve or something. I think. And no. So here's the whole Dakota story. So he has two motor because I asked him. I, I obviously knew the bike blew up in the first moto. I said, "Don't you have a spare bike?" He goes, "Yes, I do." But in the U.S., we're not allowed to tech two bikes. So he did Southwick last weekend. So on his spare bike, he pulled the motor out of it, and uh, he had the motor sitting there at Gopher Dune, or sorry, at Sandalee, and the bike blew up in the first moto, but uh, the bike blew up so bad that it spit metal back into the throttle body. 
so he only he didn't have a throttle body. Oh no! Way. Nice. Ride. Yeah, so he could have done a motor swap, but he didn't have a spare bike because they don't allow you to tech two bikes in the U.S. He may come to Deschambault. He's like pretty pissed at how this went. Was he? Might come to Deschambault. Was he? Like, did, did you think he was going to be better in practice or? Can he give me something? I thought he was going to, yes. I think he thought he was going to be better. He got a little bit shell-shocked. Um, however, but he was just or? Well, he, I just think he wasn't quite ready to go that fast in the slot that quick. Um, right. And I think that's it. I don't think we forget any other bigger, big-name guys or anything. I, I mean, um, Tanner Scott, I saw his, his uh, Instagram posts. I feel like I should take up golf after this weekend. Uh, <laughs> so that was kind of, that's kind of funny. Did he um, just suck? 11, he didn't 11. suck. He just didn't yeah. have a great day. It didn't yeah. really seem like he got good starts. And um, but him and Creighton Dillon are buddies, and uh, Creighton went nine or ten, right? Or no, ten overall, and, and he was eleven, right? Tanner yeah. Scott. Uh, yeah. No, so, Tanner was twelve. He went eleven, eleven for twelfth overall. Yeah. Oh, we got the Phil Nicoletti scores. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, not a great day after a really good day at uh, or a really good weekend at Gopher the week before. So he'll have to regroup on that one. Um, but. Um, yeah, tough, tough on that one for sure. For me, I want to see more out of Blake Davies as well. Obviously, the West Coast guy and the intermediate, you know, I it wasn't great, but he's struggling. He's struggling with wrist yeah. injury. And this stand is different for these guys, right? We're coming from the West. It's it's the same. He's young. Guys, he's got lots of time and yeah, stuff like that. But if he's got uh, a if he's got a wrist injury that isn't working, stop fucking racing. Save it for E can and Transcan. That's what you're putting yourself going for. Yeah, those those yeah, intermediate well, titles, but yeah. I mean, that's just my outside opinion looking at it. But, yeah, it's a struggle bus right now um, mm-hmm. for the 5'6". So what do you think Al's doing? Just the young kids. Well, I you're just, supposed to do a manager check-in. I'm not supposed to. I will, but I'm just – okay, then I'll just ask him then. We'll just do it for then. Okay. Um, probably getting 450s. Okay, big shout-out to Ammo Racing uh, for helping us kind of get going out here. GutsRacing.com, which use the code PULP23 at checkout on that one. Uh, Renegade Fuel. Um Races that win, pour it in. And Blake Hall Race Fuel with the passion to prove it. Uh, big shout out to those guys for supporting us, Renegade Fuel and Blake Hall, uh, for jumping on board and helping us. And, of course, uh, Major Concept guys, Newf and the gang over there, allowing Newf to uh, travel the country right now. Five out of six podiums this weekend. That's the first time you've pulled that. It's been like the same guys on the podium almost every weekend, other than Elmore this weekend. That's the first time you've pulled that. <laughs> Natsky's the only guy that's on a Matrix Concepts guy. So five out of six podiums. No, they don't have stands or nothing. No, no, no. no. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, big shout out to those guys. Okay, Kenny, let's get into this 450. This is some good, good little juice in here, I think. Okay. Uh, again, like usual, I guess we better start with Dylan Wright. <laughs> it's kind of the same old story, but um, yeah, he had a, it. Just kind of did what he does. Uh, Track down Pettis in the second moto, made a pass and. Yeah, I don't know. Goldie, what do you think about uh Yeah, I, I want to mash these two together uh, yeah, to talk that's about probably it in a good sense idea, because yeah. obviously we know Jess Pettis is amazing and Dylan Wright is amazing, but I thought Jess Pettis, what he was this weekend was the one that Better. we've been kind of waiting to see. He was awesome. He he, I think he would have won that first moto. I don't know where Dylan would have made the pass with a lap and a half to go. He makes that little tiny mistake. Yes, Dylan was faster. He caught him. We get that. But I think he would have hung on to it because he was just solid. All around there, you shut up. You're biased, Noof. No, Dylan um, wasn't going to make the pass in the first moto. That's where I, I was going with that. Oh, sorry, my bad. Then I thought you were just going to be like, "Fucking, <laughs> no, you don't know what you're talking about, Golly." But, um, but that unfortunate mistake, and then in the second moto, Dylan was able to work it. And 
the big the for me uh, again i only got to see the tv side but it was a lot of dylan and jess on television so that's where i was able i'm able to kind of speak from sort of knowledge if you will dylan when he was better where he was better was simply the times when it was uh, had to get a little loose, and I'll specifically talk about the rollers coming into the mechanics era. He made them, and that's where he ended up making the pass and the setup. But like he was just, he's just able to kind of get looser on the bike, he, like sends it into the next roller where Jess is just kind of trying to pop because he couldn't double him right. And if they couldn't get him clean enough, although no. Dylan, Dylan almost got the the last the, two the before you jump out, whatever. The yeah, the last two before you jump out, he he almost got it a couple times. But the one time that he did, where he was able to drive around and get around the outside and make the make the pass and the setup. Um, he's just, there's a little bit more loose, sort of crazy, and I mean, this is nothing new that we've talked about, but you look at Pettis, he's just like, he's perfect. He is our prime candidate. If you're trying to sell motocross, watch that guy do it. Elbows up, perfect style, scrub this, corner technique, everything like that. But to beat a guy like Dylan, he, he's got to get a little out of that comfort zone. Um, and that's where I think Dylan was able to get it in the second moto uh, because it, Dylan, or Jess, to me, looked like he was just a little too comfortable in the st- in the lines and the track part that he was taking. And he wasn't able to kind of just kind of let a little bit loose and sort of dance freely uh, on the dance floor out there where Dylan oh, is, I love you it. know, he's freaking, he's uh, Patrick Swayze, man. He's fucking dirty dancing. Out there. Like the <laughs> legs are off, the bike's moving. Like, I don't know if it's just maybe a little more strength. And you listen to Pettis, like he's happy and everything. And of course you should be, he's riding amazing. And he's, but he's, He's in the sort of this like rebuilding sort of process right now to and make sure he wants to finish the series. No, if he wants to finish and the, the series. And the rebuilding's going well. I mean, you, yeah. you heard it last weekend after Gopher, like, it's like we got to go back to work during the week. And I mean, he was closer this weekend than he was at Gopher, obviously. I would think, um, I think this weekend is going to be, if, if the, uh, you know, the weather's good, all that, I think this, we're going to, we're going to see a fucking unbelievable Pettis this weekend. Yeah, and I think we're going to see a good battle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those, those two guys, obviously, with Moff out, we don't know when Moff's coming back, but hopefully we see him come back soon. But, you know, you say we need to see Pettis get out of his comfort zone. I think we saw him get out of his comfort zone in that first moto when Dylan – I mean, Dylan went full Dylan in the first moto. I mean, it was a good start to the lead, to a crash. Uh, he had a water spigot up his butt. Yeah, so <laughs> and th- this has been an issue for us. Like this yeah. has been a huge issue with Dylan in the first motos. It's like, it's like he doesn't. I shouldn't say don't. Be- he doesn't believe. And with all due respect to Dylan, I mean, I just think he 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 wants to see where. Like, look in practice, dude. Look at look at this. Oh line. my god! I mean, like, oh my it, god! It was, it was stupid. It was. I'm stupid. not even. Let, let me spit on that for a second. So, um, my buddy from. Uh, Bingo Land Gaming Center this weekend jumped on board to sponsor the the Gas Gas team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, house party. Steve McCarthy, you know him well, Nuve. I love so house we party. Go, we, yeah, we, yeah, we go up to the tower and we watch the pra- a groups of practice. Dylan comes out and almost the exact opposite of what Ryder McNabb does. Right, starting last, Dylan goes out first. He drops three laps. The first one was two minutes long. Two Thank minutes. Thank you very much. The next Thank one was one fifty six. <laughs> and I'm just like, I go house. I go look at this. He just dropped four seconds. Yeah. On the like, his first three laps were, yeah. it's it's like he literally slept at the track, woke up, and just popped out and on <laughs> and in his gear on his bike. Like yeah. it was, he was insane those first three laps. And again, you know yeah. what? I got we got kind of poke, poke fun at this weekend actually from a couple of mechanics and guys that listen to our show. Oh, the Dylan Wright show. Are you going to talk about Dylan Wright? I'm like, well, 
if you fucking beat the guy, maybe we won't yeah. fucking talk about him so much. But then he goes out and does things like that. How the yeah. fuck am I not going to talk about that? Yeah. It was unreal. He was, he looked like he was like a, a man getting electrocuted around the track and everybody else yeah. was just going riding around. Like it was unreal how aggressive and attack and, and focus he was those first three laps. It was crazy. Pettis in the first moto, honestly, man, that was probably the best I've seen him ride all year. Yeah, he was great. He great. was really, really good, and he was fluid, and he met. Can we talk? Well, actually, we don't have enough fucking time to get into the lapper situation this weekend. Uh, oh my god! And and that so goes bad. back to Kenny. Kenny, that goes back to what we talked about with the one line situation. But yeah, oh my god, the lappers were crazy, and it's no fault of Triple Crown. They were Dude, they the blue six flag. blues. They had six blues this week. I'm, I'm just wondering how some of these guys get their freaking pro license. Like, I'm just wondering. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's my race tech rant, Baldy. Charlie yeah. Johnson. No, I would. Uh, I, I agree. It's a bit. Well, let's just step into the next thing. Hey, hold on. Hold on one second. Uh, Riley, Jake, and Messner give me the finger here right now. I'm oh, sure. that's good, kids. Those are good. <laughs> good job, kids. Good kids. job. Yeah. But anyways, um, um, but no, Pettis rode awesome, and I was like, you know, when Dylan went down the second time, it was like Pettis had plus nine, and it's coming over the radio, and I'm like, okay, whatever. We got time. We got time. And Dylan reels it right in. Just got screwed by a couple lappers. And and Dylan's on it, but dude, there was nowhere. Jeff was riding yeah. fast enough to where you weren't gonna go around the no, inside. No, exactly. Uh, yeah. There was nowhere to dive it down the inside. And I'm be honest with you, I don't know if Dylan really wants to do that right now. He doesn't really want to dive it down and and make a big scene. Yeah. Um, and Jeff made, in my opinion, a Dylan mistake. He tried to jump into that corner yeah. before Hell's Kitchen. It was really weird. It was something that Dylan would normally do. I didn't see Jess doing it before, and maybe uh, maybe he was, but he missed the rut, and he just watched yeah. the front end out, and Dylan went right by. Um, let's get into the next a minute, and th- I think you can look it up for me just quick, Ken. No, Lars, but I think a minute Lars, and 32. Lars told, me, Lars told me in the first mode, he goes, he goes, holy shit, Ryan. I got smoked. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you did. You I said, really on, TV, well, but you I said on TV, I'm like, hey, we go back and make any changes to the bike. He's like, oh, I just got to go find some speed. I need to find some speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he rode amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah but let's just get into good. this right now. Um, uh, it, we're sort of going to maybe a, a bit rushy through the 450 guys because it wasn't quite as as crazy as the 250 stuff. But Daniel Almore, Newf, you know the story. Yeah. This guy, he, he was barely a pro racer oh. like three years ago. This freaking guy goes out, goes four yeah. three on the day, and earned it too because T Dags yeah, with did. three laps to go chipped yep. it down to four yep. seconds from like twelve seconds, yep. and it looked like the train was pushing through. Yep. And Daniel picks it up with the two lap board out. He goes two o two, two o two on the last lap, dude. It was unbelievable. A hell of a job by Daniel yeah. Elmore. So cool to see. So, so appreciative. The whole storyline behind it, man. Just nothing <laughs> but heart, toughness. Um, so Elmore, amazing. El- Elmore's first moto, obviously, he got third in the second moto, which is, like, honestly, I was, besides Sims hugging him and the mechanic, I, I don't know his name, is Yari or whatever. Yuri, yeah, Yuri. Yeah, Yuri. Yeah. Uh, them hugging, and, like, it was just such a fucking cool moment. Uh, I shook his hand. I'm like, dude, I, I, I've seen this kid race in BC. He's come to Kamloops. He's done our, done our races. And, I mean, this kid has come from the middle of 
BFD or BFN, but fuck nowhere. <laughs> but uh, his first moto to me was more impressive because he hung with those guys. Oh, yeah. He was there. Oh, yeah. Like he was there. And that's something like me and Sims are buddies. Like we talk all the time. Um, all Sims's goal is for Daniel is to be close to that top four. Yeah. Top four. He just wants well, to he be said that in, our, in the interview, too, that I did with yeah. him. He's like, I just want to close the gap. Because I know I'm not a guy. I know I'm not going to win a championship right now. No. But I want to close that gap. And no, and you know what's crazy? God though, Dolly, I, listened, call it. I listened to that last night when I was driving from Santa Lee. I listened to your rider check-in with him. Uh, he he didn't think a podium was realistic this year. Like, he no, didn't think he, he would do He it. basically said that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he totally so. said it. Um, but man, his starts were good and he yep. put himself in the right position. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know, I didn't, I haven't talked to Tyler and, and, you know, we know Tyler's a freaking beast, but I think he broke Tyler. I, I, I think he broke him with, 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 with that, lap with that, that lap and a hundred percent because he was catching and chasing. And I think a little bit of lap traffic, but I think yeah. at that time, Tyler's like, okay, I just gained, he was two seconds a lap for like three in a row. Oh yeah, and, no, he was coming. I mean, he closed and, that thing down. Yeah, and obviously, we were paying attention on the radios, like because that would have uh, changed when, the overall, right? When Lars, well, no, it was a crazy overall switch because Lars went three five for fourth, and Tyler went five four for fifth, and Daniel went uh, four three for third. Obviously, yeah. but uh, you know, I I'll be honest with you, and, and with all due respect, I was like, we got to worry about Tyler in the second moto. That's what I was going to line with. But freaking Daniel executed, man. And I was, like I said, I was one of the second people there to shake his hand. I'm like, dude, you earned this. You deserved it. You didn't lock into it because at the end of the day, he matched the speed of Tyler and he yeah. matched the speed of Lars. Um, and he was better than Mackay and Gibbs and these other guys. Like, fucking good on him and good for SSR and Steve Sims. I mean, dude, Steve Sims doesn't need to be doing this. This isn't making his life. You know what I mean? Like, this is. This is not something that he's getting rich off of doing. Um, it was awesome to see Elmore on the podium. Like, really Great cool. Story. Yep. I was my, – my favorite story of the podium, though, is, is that um, Dylan pops the champagne, Pettis shops, uh, drops the champagne. Daniel's trying to get the thing off. He still has the uh, the electrical, not electrical wire, the uh, safety wire on the cap. He does. He's never popped <laughs> he a bottle of champagne that's, before. That's funny. <laughs> Seriously, he's never popped a bottle of champagne, and he finally gets it off, and, and yeah. he, he's right it. But uh, good on him. I, I I think it can happen again. I, I well, I, yeah. I mean, the shot of confidence is going to be great, right? So. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with Moff sort of out. It's it's between him and T Dags, which is kind of wild to say, right? T Dags has always had his had a, a definite edge, but um, maybe it's changing. Maybe the maybe the, the the guard is changing with that. The what he did this weekend was awesome, and like you said, Newf, I think you're right with that two lap to go, man. I think he kind of broke the spirit of Tyler, home turf, and everything. And what can't be different this coming weekend? He loves Moncton. Um, what do Elmar, we think about Alex. Tyler right now? Do we think he's tired? Do we think he's a little bit burnt? You know what I mean? Like it's it's been two weekends in a row where not it's it hasn't been bad by any means, and I'm not saying that, but we've seen him kind of not flourish to the top where we thought that he can or would, right? We know I, he can. My in my opinion, and this is not me being Mr. Guy that's been with the team or talking to Alex or anything like that. I look on the outside in. I think he's got a lack of uh, seriousness towards just this program. 
yeah. like with with Talon doing Loretta's and 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 Talon's, ripping, dude. And Talon's, Talon's ripping, ripping, right? Like I think yeah. there's just a different yeah. priority going on, and it, yeah. it might just and it's probably not like he's not you know going for a road bike ride or doing motos. I just think out on the track, there's a there's a lot more in his mind at this stage of life and career. Heidi's still all in. Oh yeah, yeah, loves it. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not too sure. About the the Tyler situation, it's a hard one to look at. He's such a heroic uh, statue. Yeah, yeah, no, and it, 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 this is, I mean, this is something like, dude, we got to remember his age, right? Like he's way yeah, he's ninety five years old for Christ's sake. Yeah, he's way old than these guys, and this is a, a knock on it by any means. No, like, we just you've been such a hero for so long. It's like, all right, maybe, maybe, yeah. You're, it's us questioning the moment, like, no, maybe this is the time that the hero starts to fade but starts you know fade, it's, yeah. but that's what we're you know that's what our job is now to talk about these things so yeah. hopefully it's not but maybe it is he but he was good longer. i mean he was no. good up until he got well, to more dude, that I mean, second moto yeah 34 lars yeah. was lars was 34 and he was 32 or he was 34 yeah. and lars was 36 or something like that they were both dead yeah. last yeah. um but anyway let's get into the to the friendly dutchman the Dutch rudder, Mars Bar, Uncle Lars, like the guy's a beauty. We love having him these last two weeks. He's made me. He made me laugh. I stayed up with him on Friday night. I just happened to be up standing there. It's like I don't know, about eleven o'clock, and he comes by. He's like, oh, "Are you going to bed?" I'm like, "No, I'll have a beer." He's like, "Oh, I want to stay up and talk." So he shot the shit for like yeah. forty minutes, and just life in general and all these things. And uh, man, he's hilarious, and uh, he did a great job for the for the whole GDR thing and with Hudson Motorcycles. Super cool guy. Um, his. Uh, his attitude and the way that he carries himself, his charisma. So the best thing that I heard all weekend, though, so I, I just coming by as as the, you guys are eating lunch under the GDR tent, and he's got asparagus, chicken, and watermelon on the plate, and he takes a piece of watermelon and and with the fork and the asparagus, puts it together, and no eats way. it at the same time. And Dylan's like, "Wow, that's kind of weird. Are you going to do it at the same time?" He's like. Well, she goes into my belly at the same time. What does it matter if it goes into my mouth? <laughs> and I'm just That's like, funny. I love it. I don't want to wear it. I'm laughing. But um, Lars Van Berkel, you are welcome back in our country anytime. Uh, you were a beauty as a human being, and you did a great job on the track, too. Yeah, he, no he's like the right addition to our series. Like, he can soak it in. Like, yeah. He was loving every moment of it. Obviously, the, the Gopher Dunes round comes in at 3 a.m. And, and didn't really get to soak in what we all do on the on the Friday or even the Saturday. Like, he drove with me from Gopher, sleeps in my trailer with my kids, and just loves it. Like, he's just yeah. loving it. Like, he, uh, he's just like, he's never seen anything like this before. It's just, it's a different game. And uh, it was sad to see him go last night, man. He, we obviously so I'll just left him in the freaking middle of Sandy. Good luck, hey, dude. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, you wouldn't know this, but we actually just so his buddy Corey, who's a investigative cop, like CSI type thing. Okay. Was supposed to come to uh Sandy because he's flying out of Syracuse like right now, like tonight. Uh back to Holland or whatever. Yeah. And the day ends and, and Lars was bummed that the moto went the I mean he went he went four, three, three, five, and he was he was bombed with the second moto at at Santa Lee, but he did ride really good. I mean, what else could you expect? Yeah. But anyways, we're we're loading up, and and Lars is sitting there. So uh, Billy Wright brought Dylan's old trailer, um, for him to stay at the track, and Lars thought it was like the fucking we're at a five star resort. He thought it was fucking like it was awesome. <laughs> 
And we're like, he's got all his. Did you see all his gear out? It's yeah. all spread yeah, out yeah, on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his suspension, and his gas tank, and everything like that. And I'm like, Lars, man, I gotta go, man. Really nice meeting you. And he's like, maybe I go one more round. Maybe I go one more round. I'm like, Lars, the bike is already gone. We sent the bike back to Gopher. He's like, but I want to go one more round. And I'm like, Lars, it's done, dude. You got to go. He's like, but I have nowhere to go. I have nowhere to go. <laughs> it's like, hey, dude, the bar's closed. Lights are off. You yeah. got to get out yeah. of here, man. No more drinks. Uh, no more drinks. So, you feel I bad. Tell you that, I didn't tell you this yet, Goldie. He met some guy at the track. I don't know if it was a track worker, a corner marshal, Kinger, Daryl. Somebody drove him to the New York border, and Corey came and picked him up. So he's on a plane. He made it. Yeah, he made it. Wow. Yeah. A whirlwind. But great addition. Yes. Yes. Mars bar. That's what my wife started calling him. I just think of Mars when I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that the Mars bar was invented in Holland? (laughs) Yeah. No, he's in his hometown. He's called, I started calling him Goldmember. That's what they felt like he was a Goldmember. (laughs) And and then he's like, I've never even seen that movie before. I'm like, what? Maybe he's he's watching on the plane right now. You know what's funny, though, is like something that you and I have in common, and obviously you're not part of the GDR team, but we had Jake Nichols come over in 2018, and we we had Lars Van Berkel come over in 2023. You bonded well with both of them, Yep, and they become friends. Yeah. Like, these are two guys that we've become, like, I want to keep talking to Lars, like, like, I'm like I like them, you know what I mean. Like it's not, it's not a Kyle Partridge coming up to our series where you're like you're whatever, Mike Craig, you know I mean? Mike, Mike Craig, Craig or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know these kind of guys. These are good fucking humans. Yeah, no, totally agree. We're gonna miss yeah. you, Lars, but uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll cross paths soon enough here. Does he want the ride next year? Here does full he, time. Does he deserve one? I think um, with those results, that's pretty good. What was? Would you say, Noof? Three four four uh, three four three five. Four three three. Uh, if he five. was yeah. it, no four two three five. Oh yeah, sorry. Four <laughs> That's two, pretty good. Four, two three five. Okay, so if he was able to come this weekend, and those results are the same, yes, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I see fine. what you mean. Yeah. It's this track is the difference: the sand, yeah. the beach thing, blah blah blah. Maybe that's his technique or his skill set. But Moncton might be the different one. But again, yeah, but the four fifty class is not crazy stacked. Uh, we're going to kind of maybe rush to the next couple guys here. We're both got plans with our kids and dinner and all this kind of stuff with the Mackays and Gibbs and Parker Eels and Andy Trutes and stuff like that. But I think Lars is definitely a step ahead of those guys. Right. So for him to go, for him to go three, four this coming weekend, or maybe battle Elmore and and Madags in there again, does that score a ride? Does that make enough? Probably not. Right. But he goes, but he goes to GDR as a second tier guy, or he goes to Cowie as a second tier guy. Like they're not going to probably not like if they're coming into a new season, they're probably not going to hire him as a top tier guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just love the country. It's so fun around here. (laughs) (laughs) I just need to find some speed. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. Okay. Back into the top 10 here. Uh, so I guess just do them all at once. You guys can just kind of bounce them back and forth. You got Benick, Gibbs, Trutes, Clark, and Derry. And that finishes off um, top ten. So I'll start. I'll go Makai and, and Benick. Benick was actually a lot better than I thought he would be after last weekend. I think he rung his bell, so that was cool to see him come back. Poor Makai, uh, DNF motor number one. And that went out quick, Canoof, actually, right? He was like lap four or five. 
when that yeah, bike he's in that out. battle with um yeah he's in that battle with freaking uh van burkle and yeah right he was in there so unfortunately but he rode great in the second moto um good love for games man the 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 hero sort of privateer things keep going uh big shout out to our buddy alex parker at coba quit apparently brought him a hotel room tonight because he was going to sleep on the floor of a van or the probably under, under, under the highway Oh, is that it? Okay, well, yeah. he's got the hotel to himself there. Um, you can watch some scramble porn like I was watching for TV show this weekend. <laughs> um, but um, Gibbs looked good, man. Got great starts. Um, and, yeah. uh, I, again, the, the, the cool storyline, he's fighting for it. Will this work out at the end of the year, Noof? I don't think so. I don't think someone's going to be like, man, we love your heart. We like what you saw. We're going to put you on a bike. Yeah, but, man luck. Man luck or yeah, – Yeah, man luck, yeah. Uh, Something like that maybe. Like um, same thing, second tier, second tier thing. Like they're yeah. not going to hire him as the number one four fifty guy. Sorry. Right. Um, speaking of the manlock boys, the 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 there's no coal on the fire. Uh, the the tracks are broke. What my our guy Andy Trutes here, man. We we yeah. there's all these high hopes, man. And man, you in the second motor, we got a great start. And he kept going backwards. No, you see his you see his post. No. Dude, he fell. He fell in the second moto. I was standing up there, like I said, on jump one. He fell in the that uh, ant hill before the um, finish line of moto two because he was up. He was he was decent in second. No, moto, he was. Right? Yeah, he was going good. But he fell down. He couldn't get like he was struggling to get up. And oh, and okay. It's just the the truth. The truth train is off the fucking rails right now. Like it's off the rails, and he knows this. Yeah, he said it. Like he said it in his post, he needs to be better. And I mean, I think he kind of surprised us um, at the first few rounds, but yeah, it, it, it's going to come back on here before the end. It's going to come back on. I, I only got six him. motos to go, so six motos to go. Choo choo. He's choo, not a great choo, starter, choo. though, eh? No. Well, he did. No, he got a good start in Moto Two. Moto did Two, he? he was up there. Yeah, he was like yeah. fifth. Okay. Fourth or fifth, um, uh, behind like, the Gibbs because Gibbs got that great start as well. So, but yeah, it's definitely not going as good um, uh, for him as uh, as a, you know the the hopes and, and chat that we've been kind of bringing right. up for sure. Right, right. Um, I don't think anybody else, anybody else, or, oh Eels, what was Eels this weekend? He, I, I didn't see him at all uh, on TV, so I don't great. know anything. No, sixteen twelve. Yeah, sixteen twelve. Oh shit, Jesus Christ! He posted an Instagram though of his work site this morning said Mondays. With a I did see that, yeah. Jesus. So he's must be red eyeing today. That's fucking must crazy. Yeah, he's red eyeing. Yeah, he's red eyeing back. And like, it's cool. Like I, no, hundred percent. Like, yeah, no. I respect it, but it's like, bro, what do you expect on the weekend? Like yeah. I'm jet lagged from going back and forth. Like, I, dude, it's hard. Like it's hard. <sighs> yeah, it's hard. New life is hard. Anybody else hard. in four fifty that surprised you? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think there was any other. Uh... Those American guys that were good at. Oh, sorry. We're talking about Josh Hawk Clark. Thing. My fault. Hey, we got to give Josh Clark some love. Sorry. Josh Clark, second moto. When did he end up going, Ken? He went, what, like. Uh, ninth in the 15, second. 14 15 9. 14 9. 14 9. 14, 9. Yeah. Um, so for those that. Uh, you better talk good show, He'll kill you. Uh, what's that? He'll kill you if you don't talk good on He's he looks he looks he looks crazy, eh, doesn't he? He looks like he's a gnarly guy. Uh Josh Clark used to ride for Devil's Lake back yeah. in the day, got second in the two fifty championship in two thousand and twelve, I think it was. Oh, no, wow. later than that. Thirteen. Was later than that, thirteen yeah. maybe? Um anyway, great great rider and just yeah, a couple injuries, other things in life. Anyway, it looks like he came up, uh girlfriend, wife, little daughter running around the track, two thirty one, and uh awesome to see him. Super nice guy, shakes my hand. 
Um, you know, we always kind of communicated on DMs a little bit here and there. So it was cool to see him come up. And he had a great start in second moto, uh, finished ninth. So it was awesome to see. And uh, he says he's coming to Deschambeau. So we'll see him back at oh, Deschambeau. Oh, he's coming. Yeah, he says he's coming to Deschambeau. So that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, love to have him back there. Good, good did dude. Did you guys hear the big news about Deschambeau? Sorry, we'll end this on this. But did you hear the, the big news? Nope. No big doubles this year. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, we've heard. Why? I did hear about that, actually. Gone. Because Noof doesn't want to jump it in the vet class. No. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm just kidding. It was agreed on a team manager's meeting that that jump needs to go. Just too big? Uh, it's just like Hard to do. a recipe yeah. for disaster, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, before I let this go, um, I've been hearing, so, and this is this is not from you, Noof, but I'm going to throw it to you because this is your camp. Oh. The number four doesn't really seem like there's a lot of interest in coming back. Ricky What's going on with the number four? Uh, no, I think RC is actually in great shape and would probably come up here in top five at one of our nationals, no problem. Um, no, the number four, Jacob Piccolo. I got a chance to talk to a couple of parents and a couple of racers that maybe follow him on his Snapchats and shit like that, and it seems like there's not a lot of interest and and very att- and aggressiveness to get back after recovery here. When are we going to see the four? We're going to see the four at Deschambeau. That's the plan right now. Okay. I mean, it's been a, trust me, as a team member, it's been a slow process to get back. He's been back on the bike. Uh, Lars actually worked a lot with him a, a week ago. Uncle Lars, Lars takes another Uncle kid Lars. in. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Lars took another kid in and kind of pushed, gave him a little bit of push. But, dude, Jake, Jake's down in the dumps a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was uh, a lot of work in the off season, um, which I have confirmation that he did. Are you mixing a drink or something? No, my kid's come back in the wagon. Oh, uh, a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work in the off season to have it all come crashing down. And I mean, it's uh, yeah, he's he, he struggled with this injury. Um, to miss all these races. I would have loved to see him back at Gopher. That was kind of the original plan. Yeah. Uh, Gopher got pushed to Moncton, but he's not ready. He's not okay. ready. All right. So, um, I, you know, we trust that he's doing, I mean, he's, <clears throat> he's hired to do what he needs to do to get back. This is a job. Yeah, this is a this job. Is a job. So, so. Um, but at the same time, we expect him when he comes back, he will be on the podium. And that's what we told him. It's like, hey, listen, if you don't think you can get back for Moncton and be on the podium, then we're going to push another week. But then at the same time, there's not many rounds left to go, and you do need to ride this year, right? Yeah, yeah. no, 100%. Um, yeah. That's where we're at. All right, boys, I'm starving. Yep. I need some pizza. I want to hang out with my kids and my wife, and then go. Yep. I, I, Noof's probably going to want to go swimming here. The pool's open until 9. <laughs> you so better I go with him, Goldie. Put my lifeguard <laughs> thing on. Uh, big shout-out to KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada. Gas Gas Canada, thank you so much, Allison, JSR, Adrian, uh, Matthew Roy, and the crew over there. Um, again, uh, Charlie Johnson Racing Suspension out in Alberta, Race Tech Suspension, Bristol Coachworks, and CallisMoto.com. Use that code CMXU at checkout. Thank you so much to those guys for helping us out. Uh, Newfie, uh, there better be some pizza left. That's all I got to say right now. There Are we be doing a live left. show in Moncton? Let's talk about it. Uh, we gotta. I'm not saying that we might have a live one in Quebec too, buds. So yeah, there um, might be a live we, one, Kenny. We're Sweet. attractive, Kenny, and people are missing the ghosts. So that's, that's all I gotta good. say. Yeah. Why don't you uh, have an outlandish take and fly to a race, Ken? That would be outlandish. Yeah. No. No. He wants to spend this money that we have sponsors on these freaking riders. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
Okay, don't well, fly yeah. into a race. I'll, I'll come up. I'll yeah, come there up. you go. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, cheers, boys. Another good one. Yep. Get her up online, Kenya. I'll yeah. see you. Yep. Cheers, boys. See you soon. Later.